All right, man, I'm excited. You what? know why? Why? Why are you excited? We're part of the den. Ooh, we're here having some whiskey in the den. Hanging out in the den. It's like the man den. Yeah. What's the den? Den is the Deluxe Edition Network, an awesome network of podcasts that you could check out at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Check out all the podcasts there. Lots of good stuff, including now fresh and new, Bacon is My Podcast. What's your bacon? You look a little sweaty. It's hot, dude. You're schwitzing. It's, it's, it's Miami. We're in Miami. It's, we literally just humid. landed. We it's moist. You would have th- you would have thought that we went uh, the sheen on our faces. You have a moist beard. I do have a moist beard. You would have thought that we were running a little if you bit. You would have rub your hands through my beard right now. It would feel like an upper inside thigh. Yes. On a hot day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and like, the, like my shirt is two tone. You see that? Yeah. So yeah. you would have thought that we were running. We uh, we were not. we were outside. Just, we did run a little today. We did, but not not to make this. No, that was no. in the airport. Yeah, that was in the airport. This we, is because we uh, we we had drinks outside. Yeah. Let me repeat that for you. We we sat down. Yep. We consumed beverages outside. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna do some uh, some podcasting in Miami. So this is one of those times where I'm looking at us through the camera, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are we on a weird lens or something? Because our heads look incredibly round. We look like we look like a couple of basketballs right now. Yeah. And I think it's just a normal lens. I think I think we just have incredibly round heads. <laughs> we do. We're just, we are. We're. We're yeah. a couple of round-headed folk. Yeah, we're like, this is like a billiard table with two That's left. why I'm growing the beard out down <laughs> here. Trying to give yourself some length. Exactly. It's making my face look thinner. Once I cut my hair, boy, did I get round. <laughs> we're going to get we're gonna get to a room. This is unfortunate. And we're going to have, uh, we're gonna have tacos, and uh, we're going to talk, so. There it is. Here we go. <laughs> Hit the intro. Make it! Hey bud. What's up? Guess what time it is? Fall. Yes. You know what that means? That means that the the trees are shedding their leaves. Indeed, indeed. You know what does not shed leaves automatically? Chesticles testicles and cheeks right so it is time for some fresh ball fall action yeah my friends manscaped the lawnmower 4.0 featuring their patented skin safe technology Mm -hmm. guys if you if you're not using manscaped yet what are you waiting for come on and what do your balls look like (laughs) right it's got an led light so Mm -hmm. if you're worried about nicking something or not being able to see you don't have to worry. The lawnmower has it. Shave in the dark. Exactly. You, it's waterproof. It go is waterproof. Into, go into the shower. If you don't want to make a mess outside the shower, go in the shower. Shave do in a there. dark shower. Exactly. Yeah, you can do that with Manscaped. Uh, if you go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, it'll give you 20% off and free shipping. Free shipping. And it's not even just for the lawnmower. No, it's for everything. You can get the crop mops, shampoo, they have body soap, they have lotions, all kinds of things. Check it out, manscaped.com. If you can't remember the promo code, just jump over to baconismypodcast.com and check out our sponsors page. Always remember to clean your testicles, your chesticles, and your cheeks with Manscaped. Yeah, man. What's your bacon? Miami, Jimmy. Yeah, Miami. It's just going to hang here and squeeze a few limes. Squeeze some limes on our burrito tacos. Yeah. Here from <laughs> oh my God. Party in the City where the heat is on all night on the beach to the break of dawn. Wow. Going to, to Miami. 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 Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited, man. So, yeah, we, we literally just got here. I'm going to go grab napkins real quick. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, so, we figured we ordered some tacos got a couple beverages mm. we were like let's go upstairs eat tacos have a beverage and chat 
Yeah. And uh, that sounds like a discussion and drink. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, sure does. So you tried one of these. You said that it was more stale than... It, it, it was takeout, so... Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you can always dip it in your in your barilla sauce. I'm, your I'm, consomme. So... Which is really good. As you can see here, pretty decent shot. Yeah. Of the Miami... There's like a... A marina here. Sweet view, bro. I think I think we'll have to do a show from yours because you got a pretty sweet like city view. Yeah, I got a city view, and I actually have a balcony, so we might even be able to do like a little bit of an outside thing. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. All about changing locations, changing it up, baby. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna try this burrito taco. Tasting some burrito tacos. Cheers, bud. Uh, I the love. Consomme is thicker. Yeah. Than definitely. A normal one. Oh, man. And that makes me happy. Dude, if you've never had a burrito taco. I've had one. I've definitely talked about it on the show before. On to, to our listeners, if you've never had a burrito taco, get them all the time. Like, we were looking for, we were looking on DoorDash for food, and we found a little taco place. And he was looking through the, through the menu first. And you just showed me, like, you had it all ready for me to hit, yes. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't need to look. I don't need to look anymore. Yeah. Because it's so good. It's so ridiculously good. I don't... I've had burrito tacos a couple of times. I think this is probably the best I've had. Yeah. I think I have to agree. These are probably the best burrito tacos I've ever Ever had. I've had right. them like maybe five times. So, those traveling was twice butter, right? Mm-hmm. Hit twice butter. Twice butter here in Miami. Here in Miami. Oh. I'm going to cheers you guys for some excellent, excellent burrito tacos. Really good. And you have some... You got some mystery tacos too. I did. I got bonus tacos. Yeah, bonus tacos. Bonus tacos are great. Which we should probably try in between our burrito tacos. I agree. All right, so I'm going to move these. I'm going to finish this one. And we're going gonna... to see what these bonus tacos are. All right, so I got fish taco. Mm hmm. And um, like tuna tartare. Both sound amazing. So I'm gonna squeeze a little bit of a little limon. Limon onto each of them. And uh, so looks like we have uh, on the fish taco, looks like we have a crema. Yep. Um, looks maybe like spicy mayo. Um, some guac, some red onion, and yeah, shaved uh, cabbage. Cabbage. Yep. Nice. And uh, tuna looks like it's very got, similar. But this looks like it's oh, we got like a crunchy like fried yeah. on the outside because oh, man. it is a little cooler. All right, well so I'm gonna I'm gonna you go for that. I'm gonna bite into half of this. Yeah, I'll do half of this. You do half of that, and then we'll then we'll swap right. it up. Cheers, friend. Cheers, friend. Mmm. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I love tacos. Oh man, man. you're going to really like that. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's really good. I don't know what kind of fish it is, but it's great. It's probably a white fish of some sort. Yeah, it's like very light, lightly battered too. It's not fried. Or if it is, it's like pan fried. It's probably that deep fried. Okay. Um, Really good though. All right. And this is not cooked at all. Cheers. Cheers. Oh man. That's great. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a major move. <laughs> like that could have gone so, so very wrong. Yeah, but it but was. It, it went so very right. It was <laughs> legit. It went very very right. God, tacos are so good, dude. Twice butter. Yeah. Twice butter. 
And and you know what's really cool about it? We got a takeout from DoorDash. Yeah. And it doesn't ruin the integrity. No. Or maybe maybe it does. And imagine if it's better than this. Right? Imagine fresh how great it would be. Yeah. So Yeah, big shout out, man. We had a we had a fun day, though. We had a interesting day. I was going to say, it's not typically what I would pick for a fun day, right? Went to the airport. Right. We got delayed. Yeah. Um, they switched gates on us. We mm-hmm. had to rush. Uh, get on the plane. We were uh, crowded in aisle seats. But while we were at the airport, we had three beverages. Yeah. And some delicious food. Yeah. Because we were delayed, so we had time. We had time. There's our silver lining. Right. Once we got up, we got our steps in. We did get our steps in because <laughs> they did delay us. In. But then they also changed the gate. Yep. Yep. And that gate was not not near our gate. And then on the, <laughs> we were on the plane, whole row in front of me, right. empty. Happened right. to be an exit row. So a little ways into the flight, we both got to jump into that. It's pretty great. Got more leg room. Just two of us. Yeah. Yeah, a little like what was it? Halfway through. Yeah, about halfway through. I'm I'm just glad that it wasn't during my movie. Mm. What did you watch? What did you end up watching? Well, I I watched uh, Ninja Turtles again. Did you? Okay. I I love that movie. I still haven't seen it. <sighs> God damn it, Jimmy! I know. I don't know. I want. We see need it. to. We need to. I want to see rectify it. Rectify. Very this much soon. so. I want to see it. Maybe we rent it this weekend or something. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if we'll have time. I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can figure something out. We can try to figure, something, try to figure out. something out. Maybe do it during. Maybe do it during breakfast tomorrow. Ah. I'd watch that shit again. That movie right. was great. I, I love that movie. I'm Chris and I'm Mel and together we host the podcast Spoil, Spoil My, My movie. movie. We were watching movies anyway, and we were having in-depth conversations about those movies too. So we decided to share our thoughts with the world. You can expect me to gripe about inaccurate details like supposedly cold weather, but you can't see anyone's breath. And you can expect me to be totally adorable, but also psychologically deep. And by the end of each episode, we'll provide our respective ratings. Using a rating scale custom tailored to the movie in question. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. We're actually behind you right now. Time out. Yeah. Have you guys checked out BaconIsMyPodcast.com yet? It's like the portal to everything Bacon Is My Podcast. It's got episodes. Mm-hmm. It's got music. Yeah. It's got swag. Yeah. And it has a portal to all of our sponsors, our awesome sponsors like GrillYourAssOff.com, Drink Wild Bills, Manscaped, and uh, of course, Mythical Beards. Mythical Beards, yeah. So check it out. I mean, you can just, from one page... Find so many things. Yes. Right? Check out our swag. Check yeah. out their swag. Get those discount codes and just, you know, help out the show. Exactly. And always remember to ask yourself one super important question. Mm. What's your bacon? Yep. No, I'd love, love to go a little bit more into it, but... You can. It's fucking it's all right. I'm familiar with how Ninja Turtles works. They made some adjustments. Okay. Well, but but adjustments that I'm actually totally cool with. Okay. Well, that for one is already a good thing, you know. The way they did it was very tasteful. Okay. And they did it right. You know, like, they didn't mess around too much, but they made, I mean... As logical as mutant turtles being raised by a mutant rat. Well, um, you know, the fan base has the logic right. that needs to be adhered to. It doesn't it doesn't jive with real world situations. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we like things to be the way we like them. <laughs> um I understand Shredder's not the big bad. No. He's which not is, in it. Which is cool. I think that's cool. He's not in it. Because that leads you to believe that they're planning on something else. Maybe. That they're going to set up a future. Well. Which I enjoy. 
as a, as a fan of the comics, so this story not only sets up so the the big bad is actually not a character really in the comics or the movies really that's interesting he is connected was it created for the movie or yes okay he was created that's a brave move by Baxter Stockman okay so there's the connection but still there is that connection and that connection brings all of those other characters in is this an origin like are they doing a new origin okay yeah I mean like they graze over it Mm -hmm. but they've existed and been it's one of those things like I, I think it's very smart the way they approach it and it's the way that a lot of these movie studios are approaching the origin stories it's like you know how this happened. No one needs to see it again. Yeah, we yeah. don't need to go in depth, right, as to how this happened. This right. one they did go into how it happened, but like it wasn't, it wasn't like the whole movie. Okay, you know? right. Um, but they made some some tweaks, interesting tweaks, um, good tweaks, in my opinion. Cool, okay. and um, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. How do you feel about movies or Hollywood or whatever kind of relying on nostalgia and how much do you like them to kind of go into the nostalgia versus tell a new story? I'm not, you know, so like for, for instance, I mean, we've covered this at nauseum here on this show. We're both fan of Marvel movies. We're mm-hmm. both really excited to see Marvel movies, enjoy them, that kind of stuff. I enjoyed the movie Venom. Mm-hmm. I liked it for what it was. Um, the fanboy side of me goes, well, you can't have Venom without Spider-Man. What the fuck is wrong with you? Right, right. But the other side of me is, is like, well... We never really had a correct depiction of the character. True. And I think in that instance, I think Eddie Brock was well done by Tom Hardy. Mm -hmm. And I think the the character of Venom is really, really cool. And uh, maybe not like dead on to the comic, but it created... It was almost like the Heath Ledger Joker. Right. Was it as good as Heath Ledger Joker? No. Alright. I get it. Very get few it. things are, if but, anything. But when you're talking character tweaks, uh-huh. It was I, I would equate it to that. Well see, that's that's one of the things that I kind of point to when I when I do talk to people that get really mad about nostalgic that want more nostalgia, they want it to be more true to the comic. I'm like, how come you're a, a, a Heath Ledger fanboy then? How can well, you? Well, at the same time, right? too, like, you read the comic. Okay, yeah. It's cool that they've brought it to, to life on a silver screen, right? Mm-hmm. But you want to watch exactly what you read well, in the comic book? And also, the comic you read, unless you. If you continued to read comics and you stayed as a subscriber, and you've read everything mm-hmm. up until now, right? Then, I, maybe you can say something. But then, I think everyone would have to agree that you've seen a number of different takes and a number of different origins for the same character. Well, that's the thing. Because is, different is that... comics... Venom is a great example. Right. Because in certain Spider-Man comics, now we have uh, Peter Parker's parents helped create the symbiote. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's not an alien. But then in other Spider-Man comics, we have Cull, mm-hmm. the conqueror up in space, who is the king of all the symbiotes, and they're all connected throughout multiverses, mm-hmm. which seems closer to what we're doing in in this. Mm-hmm. So it's like, depending on your fandom, like what, what are you going to get mad at? Like, your thing isn't there? So uh, to me, it's always kind of like, 
Would I like to see? Would I like to see the same story I read? Yes, because it would just be cool. It would just be cool because to see. I pictured it in my head when I was reading it, when I was a kid, and everything. But also, would I rather see a new story that kind of brings things forward and allows for future things? Yes. Well, I'd rather see that. That taps into the nostalgia factor. Right. Right. Like you seeing what exactly what you saw. Print for print, word for word, uh, cell by cell. Right. But I think that I would enjoy less for it being a cool movie and story and more for the effort to keep it line by line, cell by cell. Mm -hmm. Right? So it would be more like, oh, I can't believe they did that. And it would be more of like an exercise and like, oh, look at the work that went into mm-hmm. recreating a thing shot by shot or whatever. Yeah. It wouldn't be excited because like, oh my God, I can't wait to see this movie. It would be like, oh my God, they, they recreated, that's going to be crazy to watch. So, and I'm, yeah. not, I'm just not a nostalgia guy, I guess. I, well, you think about it this way too. It's, it's like, we went into Infinity... War, mm-hmm. as a two-part movie, knowing full well, where whereas the casual watcher, right, the the people that are like, oh well, comic books characters are coming to life on movies, mainstream movies. I am excited to see where this leads. Yeah. Whereas we knew that there was some source material there. Right. So going into a two-parter with Thanos, you're like, oh, half the world's going to fucking die. Right. Right. Like, we knew it. We knew it going into the movie. Mm-hmm. And, but it was more but it like, was, but how it, but are they, they going to tell it? it? They changed it. They changed the way it was right. done. And how are overcoming... They... How are they going to tell this story? And what characters are they going to use to tell right. Who's going to be this character in this? It was that same thing with Civil War. Right. Because it was like, oh, who's going to have this role? And who's going to have this role in that? And how close are they going to stay? Well, and then you think about you think about Civil War, too. The comic books. Like, it was such a bold move to introduce Spider-Man mm-hmm. into a movie. Or into that universe through a Civil War movie. Considering his part in the actual Civil War His part in Civil War (laughs) was that he showed his identity, was on Tony Stark's side, and showed his identity, and then when he did, he had so many problems that he ended, ended up defecting to Captain America's side. Right. Um... But you're like, well, we can't, we can't give right, these guys. Now they're introducing origin. him as a kid instead right. of, right? Instead of an established, instead of the adult established Spider-Man. Right. Um, yeah, it's really interesting how how. So I find that adaptations. Yeah, I, I like adaptations. I really do. Me too. I prefer. I prefer adaptations. I like to see someone else's. I like to see someone else's perspective on a character that I think I know. Right. And then I'm, it shows me something different. Sometimes I like him, sometimes I don't. Right. You know? Um, Jared Leto's Joker. I love the Joker. One of my favorite characters of all time. I didn't like at all the look of Jared Leto's Joker. Yes. I did not mind how he played him, and I wanted to see more of it, but I just didn't get enough, so I, I think, didn't get to connect at all. I, and, and hey, listen, we, we've talked about it a number of times here. It, you and I have talked about it in the past two or three weeks, that if you're the same person you were five years ago... Right, right. You wasted five years. You've wasted five <laughs> years. Thank you, Triple H. Yes. <laughs> uh, because, yeah. But I shit all over that character. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, man, if you take away the green hair and the white face mm-hmm. and the red lips, he's just another mobster. He's right. just another guy. 
who's who's like a crime boss, uh-huh. right? Um, but now you know, especially hearing hearing Jared Leto talk about it, hearing um, David Ayer talk about it. He he had a much bigger role. He had yeah. a different role. Well, he was the main villain, right? And it's like, oh wow! So they changed it that much, yeah, that you didn't actually they get cut to out see his how he... whole arc, right? So it's one of those things where you're just like, wow, okay. So I didn't actually get to see how it was depicted, right? Now seeing his role in the extended Justice League, mm-hmm. that Joker made me realize, okay, he wasn't given a fair shot in this other movie. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, when he got cast as a Joker, I was like, oh, he's going to kill this. I, I, I was excited. Jared Leto is an I was excited. Actor. When they released the photo of him. Everybody shit on it. Because. Everybody hated it because it said damaged on top. It, That's why. The, and they were like, emo, stupid. I, actually. Which I get. I, I hated that. I hated the tattoo thing. Um, what I the smile on his hand. I love no, no, no. The the, the head oh, one, the, the tear. I love the one on his hand. Yeah, I love no, when he was fine. like that, and it's like the big smile. I was like, oh my god. There's been that. versions of, of I want that Joker like him. tatted up, like full sleeves and stuff. There's there's a version of the Joker that looks very much like his version of yes. the Joker in the comics, without. I, I really I damaged. honestly think if it didn't say damaged on his forehead, no one would have a problem. No, I think I, that little I choice. loved I loved the fact that he had uh, platinum teeth or yeah, gold teeth because Batman knocked his teeth out. <laughs> I because you're not telling an origin story. He's been around the block for a little while. Yep. So to me, I was like that. That is a cool. Like, I like that too. That's a great nod to. Stories that are being told, mm-hmm. but have more lineage behind it that you want to find out about. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, I, I I did shit all over it when it first came out, and I, I, I again I think it was because of that damage thing, and I was yep. like, Ugh, I hated that it. too. I hated that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the more and more I I, I seen his work and and in the in the film, and and then seeing that extended version of Justice League which quite honestly uh, was a piece of garbage <laughs> I, I don't know why I don't know why I was like I hated this movie let's watch the longer one right well because you hoped it would be fleshed out yeah and um, honestly it was I mean it was if, the, you, if you're I'm sorry I'm sorry the Snyder Cut the Snyder Cut is what oh. he appeared in because they did yes. a whole bunch of reshoots yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Which was a better. It was a better movie. Yeah, wasn't a good movie, but it was still a better movie. It was a. It was a Zack Snyder movie. Right. It was even more of a Zack Snyder movie. Right. Which cool man. I'm super excited for Rebel Moon. I'm I like I want to see Zack Snyder's like. Oh, I'm doing a Star Wars movie. Oh, Lucas won't give me the rights to it. I'm still going to do it. <laughs> like. I'm down. Nice. You didn't. You didn't hear about that. I did not hear about this. So uh, it's coming out on Netflix, and it's he wanted to make he, he was gonna do a Star Wars movie like in the universe of Star Wars and everything, and and um, ended up. I, I don't know all the things, so correct us. Let me know what's up. But but as far as I'm aware, it didn't end up working out to where he was gonna be able to do it, like as a as a Star Wars in that canon in that right. but he was like well I wanted to make an adult Star Wars movie um, I'm still going to do that so I'm still going to make a movie with a galactic battle between a rebel force and an empire type of thing mm-hmm. and there's laser swords and it's going to still be here and he did it <laughs> it's oh like, wow yeah and it's coming out on Netflix <laughs> it's called Rebel Moon uh, and I'm super excited for it. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, <clears throat> I but did not know you that. know, it, I but I also know it's gonna be long, and it's gonna be dark, and it's and it's gonna have a lot of exposition, where you're just like, <sighs> when's the next? <laughs> 
fun scene. Where's the beat? Where's the beat what's, here? What is the next fun scene happening? I, I, I feel like I had a problem with his his Watchmen, too. Well, the same problem. Like if you watched um, the Watchmen show, it's incredible. I, I, I it's on my, it's, it's on my list. Awesome. Now it's is how that, the movie should have been. Is it? Because I know that it's a, a sequel. So is right. it a sequel to the comics, or is yes. it a sequel to the more the comics? Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I wasn't sure. But his his Watchmen was really close to the book. Like it was it was really, really close, close all the way until yeah. like right there was until one the point they were right. just like what is this right uh, but it was I mean he th- he did a good job he did a very good job he was all a fan way, of that you could tell he was a fan of that and and I was surprised like I mean I liked Man of Steel yeah that was that was that was good I know a lot of people were upset about Batman killing Zod right away but like. Superman killing Zod. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Superman killing Zod. Uh, I mean, everybody's mad about Batman killing everyone because... Well, uh, Batman, you know. But Zack Snyder said from the beginning, he was like, yeah, well, I'm talking about a real-world Batman, and I'm a real-world Batman, he kills people. Well... And I was like, well, you don't understand the character, but okay. Well, I mean, one could argue, in the original Batman comics... Sure. The very, 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 sure. very beginning. When he had a gun. Yeah. He had a gun. Okay. And he shot and killed the he Joker. Was, he was a swashbuckler. Yeah. I, yeah. But. Doesn't mean I like it. Right. I yes. thought that was shit too. But. No. <laughs> but. Right. All right. Quick time out. I want to let everybody know that despite the summer being gone right. and heading into the fall, does not mean that grilling season is over. No. If you have a grill. It is always grilling season. I feel like it's just getting started. And if you're grilling, if you're cooking, if you're doing any of that, make sure you do that with GrillYourAssOff.com. Taste the freedom! Exactly. Grill Your Ass Off is an awesome, awesome company. It is made in Texas. It is veteran-owned. And they were Small Business of the Year. Yeah, Veteran Small Business of the Year uh, 2023, which is awesome. That's amazing. They also... Just partnered with Sailor Jerry. Now, rum may be my personal uh, avoid-at-all-costs booze, but right. some people really love it. And I guess I guess I, I have to admit, even at its worst, it's delicious. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's a new Sailor Jerry Ironsides barbecue sauce that you can check out, too. And anything that you decide to get at GreaterRouseHop.com, you want a deal? You want a special? You want some money off? Use the promo code. Bacon. Because everything's better with bacon. Yeah. Hell yeah. Come on. 10% off. Get it on all of their jerkies, all of their seasonings, all of their condiments, even their swag. Their swag is pretty sweet. Yeah. Spread some some seasoning on those swags. So definitely head over to grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code BACON for 10% off. And always remember to ask yourself one super important question. What's your bacon? Hey, this is Casey Shearer. And this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at deluxeedition.show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know. You know, he could have he could have gone there. When him and Robin were uh, trading uh, goofy quips while fighting Starro, the space starfish. Yeah. Right? That also was back then. Right. So, you know. Let's not lionize the past too much, shall we? Everybody picks hey, and chooses what nostalgia they like. Right, right. <laughs> like, hey, it's, like, it's, like, it's like wrestling, too. They're like, Attitude Era. It's like, yeah, Duke the Dumpster was part of that. No, no, no. He was just before that. He was just he was, before that. He was in there. He was in there. But you know who was in there? Choppy Choppy the PP. That was, that was in there. That was Attitude that was, Era. That was absolutely in there. That was Attitude Era. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. I laughed, but yeah. Yeah. Candace was the women's champion. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of terrible things <laughs> in the Attitude Era. Yeah. Yeah. You, every, so, yeah. Everybody loved DX. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, something I will say going back to Batman, though, is I... I don't know if this is a controversial thing or... Hot take or whatever. 
I like Ben Affleck as a Dark Knight Returns style Batman. I don't think that's a hot take. I think I think that's another one where um, I think no matter who plays Batman ever, the immediate reaction is going to be the shit all over it. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to play Batman and everybody's going to go, oh, I loved it from the beginning. Like, Ben Affleck, everybody's shit on it. And then it came out and everybody was like, oh, he's, he's pretty good. He was right. probably the best part of that movie. He's, right. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, him and Wonder Woman were the two shining lights yeah. going on there. Um, I thought he was good. I thought he was good. I enjoyed it. I like I like him as a grizzled Dark Knight Returns style Batman. I, I really, yeah. really do. I would have loved... Well, I know they, they had that the Batman... Uh, thing that they were originally going to do where it was right. like they were talking about it being based in Arkham Asylum and all that stuff I feel like that it was, movie uh, Deathstroke right it was well Death, I think Deathstroke, Deathstroke was going to be, be the, an original like was going to be the main yeah but I know that it was set in Arkham and uh-huh. was going to feature like everybody, everybody and, yeah. and he was going to be stuck in there right I wasn't excited about that story because of how many people he was going to interact with and like even in a three-hour Batman movie, right? If you put him against his whole rogue gal- gallery in one movie, it just means that you're seeing somebody on screen for ten minutes and going, "Well, that's pretty cool." Yeah, um, I heard that, and I was kind of like, um, "I played Arkham Asylum, and I beat it, and it's a really good game." Right. It but feels think- like that's what you're going to show me. Like I've yeah. seen all. You're going to put all those cutscenes together for me. Like, it's like going on YouTube. If you go on YouTube right now and you look up Arkham Asylum all cutscenes, it's probably an hour and a half yeah. <laughs> long, and it's that movie. Yeah. I, I Yeah, so that I wasn't excited about, but I, I was. I, I would have loved for them to adapt uh, the Frank Miller mm-hmm. um, Dark Knight Returns style movie. Yeah, that would have been interesting. I'm interested in The Brave and the Bold because I, I, I think it's going to be cool to see Damian Wayne brought in. Um, and that's interesting because if he's coming in, then you have to acknowledge that there was another Robin. And there was another Robin. And there well, was another Robin. Yeah, I'm curious yeah. as to how they handle that because we never... I mean... Can't say never. But we never really got the gritty depiction of Batman with that past. Right. We never really... I mean... Also, everybody goes, fuck Robin. That guy sucks. But... Right. But the way I see it is that Robins generally, on, on the whole, branch out to create awesome stories. You yeah. got Red Red Hood. You well, got but they also never showcase Robin as Robin actually is because Robin is like a ten year old boy, right? That Batman is training to fight people and then taking out with him on patrol, right? <laughs> Which is not healthy. <laughs> uh, it's a yeah, really one weird. Argue. One could argue it's a strange way to bring up a child. Sure, <laughs> it's you know. Uh, let's put you in some tight green panties and uh, <laughs> go out on the town and beat up some grown adult men. I want to I be in all black. You're going to be in orange and uh, right. red and green. Yeah. You're going to look like fucking Christmas. So guess what you are? Cape. Guess what you are? The target. <laughs> so you better be fast. You're 10. You've got little legs. <laughs> Keep up. Keep them moving. <laughs> Keep them moving, small time. Like, <laughs> So yeah, they, they, it's hard. I think it's hard to showcase Robin like that. And I think the only way you can do it is if you bring in Damian Wayne. Because if you try and show any other Robin in in a way that's like legit, you're gonna have to age them up. You're gonna and it's gonna end up kind of being weird because it's gonna look it's gonna look weird. It's gonna be like nah, it doesn't really do it, you know. Whereas you get Damian Wayne. Damian Wayne's his son for one right. and two been trained by ninjas since birth right so you've got more of a um like the girl from Mm kick-ass type of type of vibe going on hit girl which still messed up (laughs) it looks weird but 
you start you can suspend your disbelief a little bit more instead of being like, oh, you took a ten year old gymnast from the circus, and now they're fighting thugs with guns. <laughs> All right, Dad. <laughs> I I'm curious. I'm curious as to how they do that because yeah. they haven't they haven't really gone into the uh, the Robin lore right at all which uh you know people could say robin sucks but it's because he's a kid yeah man he Nightwing, was never he was never, doesn't suck at all he was never like burt ward was quite witty right but like but normally they weren't that witty they were a fucking kid so of uh, course apparently apparently burt ward also had a uh, fantastic dick oh uh, i've heard that <laughs> i've heard that yeah Never saw it. Well, his My Life in Tights, the cover of his book, is just a, a close-up shot of him in the green tights. The crotchal area. And it's, uh, it's a package of crotch. <laughs> it's all there. There's a, yeah. It's there's all there. A, yeah. There is a satchel <laughs> full of cold cuts, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Full of dick meat. Full of dick Go ahead meat. and say it. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. Full of dick meat. Worst. Full of worst. <laughs> um, he gave you the worst. Well, see, see, you brought up Kickass, yeah. which we could we could go into that a little bit too. It's it's messed up, mm-hmm. but at the same time, showing how messed up it was. But at the same time, like Batman, in at, at its core. Mm-hmm. Batman's messed up too. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, no, and, and so I guess I think I think there's that. an argument to be made that the closest to the what Batman actually would be is probably Nicolas Cage in Kick-Ass Two. Right. Right. Like, and Nick Cage is the best. He's in one. He's a, he's the best. Oh yeah, in one. He's the best. Whatever. He's Nick Cage. He's Nick. Fucker. <laughs> Great movie. Oh my god. Such a great Oh my god. So great. Oh my um, god. <laughs> the unbearable way to mass a talent. Yeah. Uh, turn this if off. You, if you haven't seen it, pause this. Turn this go off. Go watch it. Go watch it. You, it's only an hour and a half. Oh my god. And, and come back. I want to watch it again. Oh my god. I've seen yeah. it like five times now. <laughs> yeah. I've I watched it two times. And I watch yeah. it on, on flights. Oh god. Mostly. Because it's, it's, it's a really easy watch. So Because it's an hour and a half. I... I I don't know if I can watch it on flights anymore because I laugh out loud and I look like a maniac in my seat. I don't care. Right? Like, I'm I just don't, like, I don't ah! like, I'm just. <laughs> and now, I'm not, now I know somebody, I, I can quote it. So oh, now that's I'm just great. like, now I'm like out loud. <laughs> it's like, oh, you haven't seen this movie? I'll, this I'll reenact it. No worries. Oh, you're just trying to sleep? Just look at the screen. You're trying to sleep? <laughs> you're trying to, sh- just look at my screen. Oh, you I just got, got the got kid you. to shut up? <laughs> I have um, headphones in, so I can't hear them. So <laughs> I was I was a huge fan of Kick Ass. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was the great. comic book. The comic. Yeah, book. I the didn't first see, movie. Did you was see? Great. Did you already know the comic book before you saw the movie? I saw the first movie. Okay, and then I read the, the whole series. Okay, yeah, and yeah. I and I read the third one before I went to see the second one. Gotcha. Um, I didn't pick up the comic until after I'd seen the second one. I knew the oh, comic okay. existed. Uh, but I saw the first one, loved it, and then it was kind of like, oh, I gotta get that comic. Oh, I gotta do that. I gotta do that. And then I just never did. And then I saw the second one, and I was like, I gotta read these comics. Yeah. You know? And then I did. And and what what sucks about the second movie is there there's a part or there's a several parts that are like incredibly brutal. Yeah. That really really make for the importance of the story and and have like big impacts on the story that they didn't do uh-huh. in the movie itself that disappointed me a little. I didn't read that comic. I didn't get that. Oh, you didn't read the second one? Mm-mm. The third one? Yeah, to, to read all three. Okay. And if you get a chance, read the Hit Girls because those are fantastic. I've heard good things about those too. Those are fantastic. Um, they just released another kick-ass series. I don't know if it's a series or another graphic novel, but it's basically 
a kick-ass somebody who requires the kick-ass costume okay and it's a different kid from high school gotcha so it's I think he, I, I think he's African American which and he I also, haven't I haven't also cannot feel pain I, I, I haven't read it gotcha so I, 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 I haven't seen it but yes read read the whole thing of kick-ass because it's very good the second comic, you'll know what I'm talking about. You'll see what you'll see the giant holes where because like that you get disconnected. Been. Okay. There's there's things that don't happen in the movie that make you go, man, this is what he's fucking fighting for. Okay. And it it, it it's there's certain things that might be implied in the movie. Okay. But they're not played out. The way why why do you think they didn't do that? Uh graphic graphic. Just too graphic. Yeah. Graphic nature of it. Okay. Um couple of things. But terrible child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like well, but there's another part where so like Jim Carrey I don't wanna say. Okay. Because you're gonna yeah. But but like Jim I, I think Jim Carrey had the part like not in the movie and then when they finished the movie he was like it's too violent I'm not going to promote this movie right I regret doing it and it's like well you know what we should have done this then fuck you yeah fuck you Jim Carrey how are you going to do that I get it. okay you became a different person once the movie was over okay I mean they should have signed him to a different contract I guess I, I always I always was a little bit of a Jim Carrey hater after that. Yeah. Because it was like, man, you didn't read the source material? Like, you didn't... Yeah. Well, a lot of actors don't do that for some of these comic movies, man. And a lot of the studios tell them not to. Okay. You know, I've also, I've also seen interviews where they're like, they're like, yeah, the studio honestly told me not to read the comics because they're changing things yeah but yeah but his character itself was not a lot of change mm -hmm. there were parts like the the script and the movie were pretty fucking close except for these big holes gotcha and what did he stop them from doing those things for the movie no I, I I'd have to figure it out because that could even be a studio thing too that could be like uh, this, like whoever's financing the movie might be like, mm, I'm not paying for you to do that, right? You know, but yeah, I mean, I, basically, I recently I mean, saw should something. I say it or no? Well, go ahead. All right. So basically, what happens is everybody right now is going, just say it. All right. So uh, what happens is uh, Jim Carrey Spoilers. is fighting, fighting off the the big bads, or not Jim Carrey, but his character, right? Um, they end up getting the best of him and Kick-Ass finds him dead with his dog's head on him ah. and his head on the dog. Okay. And then the other thing was, uh, which which I understand was, was uh, Kick-Ass's girlfriend right. ends up getting raped. Right. right, right. Which I like that I, under I understand but like those two things are like major parts of the story. Yeah, I feel like if, get if there's things that are paramount to the story they should be in. You know, and, and it's his it's it's I understand his, it'll affect the rating and then they're like if It's already rated R. Yeah, but they might who knows? If they do a, a, a dog's head on a dude and then a rape scene, then then now you've got NC seventeen. Right. Well you I know, I would say you know You could allude could, to things. You could though. allude to the rape um, scene. You know, but I think I. But they I, didn't really do that either. I do think that if there are certain things that are paramount to um, your protagonist's reasoning behind what they're doing, I think they should be in. Hey, have you ever wondered how you could actually help the show out? I mean, not not just like listening and giving a five star review or buying a t shirt or working a with a sponsor. A little bit sponsors. of extra zazz. Yeah. Are you one of those people that likes extra stuff, mm. that likes a little bit more? Can't spell extraordinary without that little extra. Exactly. 
So if you like that stuff, if you want a little bit of extra bacon, like tasting shows and cooking shows and early access to uh, episodes, I mean, shoot, you can't get any earlier than live. That's true. Every week we do our discussion and drinks live for our patrons over at patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. Check it out. Check out the tiers. See what's right for you. Help us out. We love you. Thanks for being a part of it. Remember to ask yourself, what's your bacon? I think I think the Jim Carrey move, and and if I'm not mistaken, he lived. Yeah, he might have had something in his contract that said he's not going to die. It, it, it might have been one of those situations where they're like, oh, well, it's Jim Carrey, and this is a property. Maybe we can do a spinoff kind of thing. Right. But keep dude, him on the hook. Yeah, dude. Like, you know what the you. He's got the script. Right. You know that it's teenagers that are fucking killing people. Right. In a superhero movie. And right. you are an incredibly violent person. And, and that's your that's your job. That's your script. What makes you think that this movie is is gonna be something you want to show your kids? It's not. You know it's what? not. And that's why he disowned it and it was like, dude, what Okay. Right. Like, I get that we're, we're right again. If you're the same person, you were whatever. But he filmed the movie, and then it, who knows when he finished filming from when it start, when it came out. Right. He could have had something happen in his life. Could have, that's when he he went on his weird sabbatical and right. Did all those weird things. I, I, who knows, man? Who knows? I, I saw I, something. It was it was Jim incredibly Perry. important to the story, and he shouldn't have left the the movie alive because yeah, his death was he very may, important. He may not have had anything to do with that. That might have been a studio going like, we could we can get yeah. him on the hook if this goes well. Yeah, you know, because um, I've seen that before. You know what I mean? Like you get a great actor. And a known quantity in a movie. Oh, now we have a superstar in this movie. Well, we can't kill them off. Mm. Yeah, that's the problem when you have. Um, I, actually, I think that one of the problems with some of the early, like Marvel movies and uh, and DC movies, with that was that they were killing off villains. I right? agree. I hated that, but um, I completely agree. Because it was like, yo, this is a rogues gallery. This is somebody that continues to come back. And the one time they left it open and they didn't kill the, the guy, the guy died. Right. <laughs> the one time. Right. That's crazy to me. Yeah. You know, but um, but yeah, seeing Scarecrow come back in Batman was great. It was awesome. Right? Because it was because, like, yeah. Because he's you know what? Because he's still that's, in Gotham. That's why Batman has a hundred years of stories. Yeah. Because, because they don't fucking kill people. Because he doesn't kill anybody, so they keep coming back. So it makes you go, is is he the problem? Or are they the problem? Is he so, creating if he didn't exist, would they not exist? Yeah, I was I was just watching that documentary on uh on Max. Yep. It's the the what is it? It's, it, it's some some sort of um documentary on DC villains. Right. And yes, it, I think it's called villains. Yeah, I think it's, and, yeah, and, yeah, and they they said it's and that's like the same thing. What it's came like, first, the chicken or the egg? What's creating what? You know, and yeah. that was even brought was, up uh, in the Batman movies. Was, well, was that, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, you think about it. You know, the the Riddler went to Gotham because yeah. he was like, "This is a challenge for me." Here's the guy I want to go. Yeah. Um, so that's that's super cool to me. Like yeah. that that's yeah. Yeah, and that's I mean that's that's happened in all the different comics. Like when you go through comics, there's always some time where there's like that hero journey where where somebody poses the question to them like, Are you really stopping anything? Yeah. Because what you're doing is you're creating a challenge for people that want to be challenged. And so right. now now instead of just a robbery, instead of just um, a carjacking. Now they're trying to do something to get your attention because you're the challenge and they want to test themselves against you. So it escalates everything. Yeah. You know, and that's, and then you don't 
you put them away and they get out and they have time to think about their next move and you know it, it it's inter- it's a it's a really cool kind of like thing about that hero I wonder life wants balance right I would love for that to be explored in well a I wonder in movie. real life if there was if there was a hero right that started getting notoriety that was like solving crimes that was solving cases that was not a cop that was you know not superpowers or anything like that but like that was coming in and just really creating a, would that would that not um, excite someone darker to to kind of like rise up you know you right. think you think of these uh, serial killer stories like the Zodiac and stuff like that who were challenging people to get them right you know like what happens when you have somebody that starts I, I wonder how many times you had a um, a detective or somebody that did solve a big case and did get some notoriety I wonder how often that created somebody that that sent them messages that that tried to challenge them that whether they did or didn't start doing things right but just kind of put in that mentality of like oh so this is the guy that can solve anything right well time to make something they can't solve i wonder like you know life craves balance man the pendulum yeah it was uh the uh the Ren video I showed you. Right. One thing yeah, that he yeah. said at the end of the video, uh, go check that out. It's absolutely amazing. It's yeah. high Ren. Um, and at the end, when he does his monologue and everything, he, he says, I, I realize that like um, it's not a battle with mental illness. It's, it's a dance. It's an eternal dance, and it's a pendulum that's always swinging. And the more it swings into the light, well, then the darker the shadow that it casts. And it's always back and forth. And you can't be rigid against it because like a dance, if you're rigid, you can't do the moves. You have to let go and relax. And um, and like that just like spoke a lot to me. And I I think about that in different situations. It's kind of the same thing when I was telling you, we were talking earlier about books and I was talking about the Tao of Pooh. The Tao of Pooh changed my life, but it was like one of those things where I was saying like life is water and it's going down the hill and you can either be water with it or you can try and be a rock, and it's either going to go around you or through you. Yeah. You know, but it's going to still get to the bottom. You're not stopping it. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, I, I bet it would. I, I, yeah. I, I can see that, you know? Yeah. And, and the, more, uh, the more fantastic the hero, the more fantastic the villain, the villain to, to counterbalance that hero. I, I... I don't... I mean, I do know that it's been touched on before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like been mentioned in movies. But they've never really gone into that dynamic. But I feel like the one movie that they really did kind of start... Like, they started to peel the onion of that yeah. was Ghostbusters. Really? Yeah. You think about it. They, they were they, jailed them. Right. And, you know, Harvey Peck was kind of like, "Hey, man, this shit wasn't happening until they came That's, around." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing in the second one. Yeah. They were like, "Hey, they were out of business." Right. Now here they are again. And and now, now here it is again. again. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like that's yeah, that's a good that's point. Why, that's that's good why point. the the Ghostbuster thing got me like a little more intrigued because it was like, all right, well, do they exist because of this, uh-huh. or do they exist and then, like you said, it's a challenge. Well, you know, we're we're probably captivated by these stories because they go back since the beginning of time, right? Angels and demons, right? God and the devil. You know what I mean? Like, there's always an opposing force. Um, there's always 
You know, it's it's um, it's the bullshit they tell you when they tell you like this is why you have to be good. Right. You know, it's like because the evil. You know, and it's like we we we've had that pumped into our heads, and that's maybe that's why we're so fascinated by those stories. Yeah. You know, because we're we're always kind of like looking for that like. Yeah, how far can each go? Right. You know? Sure. I like the duality of that. That's cool. Yeah, I like that Interesting. stuff. I, 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 I love that stuff. I, I I also love storytelling in movies that, like... So, so there's good and evil. Yep. Right? Uh, like, recently, in... In Disney movies, uh, and this is gonna sound like really fucking stupid, but seriously, they don't necessarily have a main antagonist, right? Right. So you're used to okay. Well, here's your antagonist that's gonna be the the hardship of this whole movie, um, and a lot of them like like there was like Toy Story four. And there was Frozen 2 and stuff like that, where there was no good guy, bad guy. It was all about perspective. Right. And it was all about, like, yeah, in the beginning you were, like, good guy and a bad guy. But it was all about the perspective. And I really, really love stories like that. That's why I, I well, enjoy... Well, villains like villains believe that they're the hero. Right. Yeah. But, but even in some ways you can except look at the it, Joker. The Joker. Well, yeah, you know he's like, no, he he knows he's bad and he likes it. Well, but he's but he's challenging the authority of all of it, which is what makes him unique. Right. Is he's like, there's no heroes and there's no villains. There's just chaos and order. Right. And the order is being ruled, and I refuse to be ruled. So I'm going to show you chaos, and anybody can be either heroic or villainous. You know what the thing is about chaos? It's fair. It is fair. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 um, you know, the other th- like, so like, uh, wicked. Uh huh. One of the things I really like about it is that if you just take take a different perspective on it, it changes the whole story. Yeah. Um. And I feel like Disney's starting to do that quite a bit. Um, they've done that, you know. They've done that in, in in some of their attractions as well, which is which is pretty cool. But I always I, I, I like that story too. Like, hey, listen, I, I of course I'm gonna. I love seeing the villains, but at the same time, some some of the most compelling stories are of two forces. Finding that common ground and perspective, and going, yeah. oh wait, you you, no, you're not the asshole, right? And then the other one, oh no, you're not the asshole. This is a misunderstanding because of this. Yeah. Um, hey, Thanos did what he did because he did it fair, right? He did it so the, those that live could prosper instead of everyone suffering. I've seen shirts and hats that say Thanos was right. Yeah. Um, so. I went to see, uh, Annie and I went to see The Jaws, um, The Shark is Broken, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a Broadway show about about Jaws, um, put on uh, by Ian Shaw, who is uh, the son of Robert Shaw, who was um, uh, Quint in the, in the movie, uh, the captain. And the play is about the things that they talked about while sitting on the boat waiting to shoot because the shark was broken right. uh, and they could so they couldn't shoot that day and one of the things that they were talking about is is one of the conversations they had was about uh sharks um outliving all of us and and how they've been around forever and how like they're perfect and they're like the perfect predator and they're like you know who knows uh thousands and thousands of years from now there'll be no humans left on the on the earth and then it'll just be sharks and, and one was like, yeah, and you know what? They'll see this movie, and it'll be a whole different movie to them. 
<laughs> They'll be like, look at this guy. He was just going around minding his business. Sure, he ate a few people and everything. And then these assholes came out and killed him. <laughs> he That's was fantastic. He was in the ocean, in his house, doing his own thing. And these assholes came in from outside, hooked him up with barrels, <laughs> chased him around, and blew him up. Blew him up. Yeah. Right? That's why, that's why the humans are the villains. <laughs> that's why Jaws the Revenge happened. Because the humans are always the villains. Mm-hmm. God, we suck. <laughs> be better, people. <laughs> Seriously. Be better. Well. All right. On that note. <laughs> this is a fun one. Yeah, it was. We're in Miami. We'll be back. Yeah. Uh, we might do more from Miami. You never know. We're... We'll see what night two brings. I mean, this was... We flew in. We got food. We got drinks. Yeah. So, we'll see. Maybe more content from Miami coming soon. Here on Big is My Podcast. Until next time, always remember, ask yourself one super important question. Jimmy, what is that? What's your bacon? And be a better human. World peace. Sharks were right. The Deluxe Edition Network, also known as The Den, is an incredible podcast network that offers a wide variety of entertaining and informative podcasts. With a lineup of shows covering various topics, such as interviews with a wide variety of guests, history, music, relationships, true crime, and so much more, The Den provides content that caters to a diverse range of interests. The hosts and guests on the Deluxe Edition Network demonstrate a deep passion and expertise in their respective fields making each episode on each show engaging and thought-provoking. The network fosters a sense of community by encouraging listeners to interact through live chats, social media, and forums, creating an inclusive environment for discussion and sharing opinions. With its commitment to high-quality production, the shows in the Deluxe Edition Network continue to captivate and entertain its ever-growing audience. Whether you're a podcast enthusiast or someone looking to explore new topics, The Den is a fantastic platform to dive into and uncover fascinating insights from experts in their fields. The Deluxe Edition Network is the home of independent awesomeness.